One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 889 things to talk about with Alyssa and Julia. Welcome to our second episode of the new year. And today's episode, we are going to be debriefing Pixar in the Disney Plus category for movies. I <laughs> love this one. Yeah, this is really, really fun. This is just the funnest like month I think we've done. Oh my I God. Know. I, I love movies. I love everything Disney, Pixar, whatever. And Pixar yes. is like... Pixar animation is like mind blowing sometimes. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. From what they've gone since like Toy Story to like all the things they've done now, it's crazy. Like, you can just watch through the movies and just watch the way that they develop, like Moana with the water, or like, oh my God, they're, they're just animation is so good. And I know they help Disney out. So, like, some of that's like Pixar animation, Disney stuff, because I know Moana is a Disney movie, but Pixar does a lot of work. And then there's also the Pixar Princess was now Disney Princess Brave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she was made before Pixar and Disney got married. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even know that. Wait, yeah. so she was, she was in Pixar? Yeah, so she was Pixar's, and then now since that they... So, like, sometimes people don't, like, consider her a Disney princess all the way because she was a Pixar princess, but then they, like, merged, so now she's a Disney princess. That's so cool. I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, it's honestly, like, amazing if you really pay attention to the detail and all the amazing things that Luca. Disney and Pixar have done. Oh, my gosh. Shorts. No, that is such a good movie. There's so Luca. many, like, oh, my God. Finding Nemo. Like, all these big movies that, like, broke box office and did really well. Even if, like, Luca didn't do as well because, like, COVID baby movie, you know. But, like, <laughs> things like <laughs> Finding Nemo and stuff like that and Toy Story are, like, just known as, like, movies that you see and you just... Oh my god. Perfect. Like no, actually I, yeah. I love Pixar. It it's one of the greatest things ever. Yeah. And some of like my favorite movies personally from Pixar would probably be the ones that have come out like honestly in the most recent years, like what you just said, Luca. Like that one really resonates with me just because it's kind of like about kids who are like mischievous and like try to hide from their parents and I feel like that was something I did as a kid like I wasn't like always completely honest like I was close to my parents and I tried to be honest with them but sometimes like I'm the youngest so I would cause a lot of trouble the and mischievous like one. try to like hide things I guess so I guess that was kind of me and it's just a really good movie if you haven't seen it I love like, Luca the Italian boy who discovers basically like how to be a bad kid. It's so cute. No, 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 but it's so cute. Like, the dynamic between the two characters is so, so cute. They're really, oh, like, man. they have such a good friendship, I feel like. Friendship, and yeah, even friendship. Though it's actually, it's kind <laughs> so of realistic, cute. not that they're sea monsters, but that the friendship goes through struggles and ups and downs, but they still find a I've way heard... to, like, accept their differences and also, like, know that they're different and, like, they don't have to be the same even though one of them's more mischievous than the other, and they it's, can like yeah. still be friends. Yeah, but it's a lot about like differences of who they are too, because they're both like the fish people, you know. And yeah. they go to a place of all humans who hate fish, and so it has a lot to do with fish hating humans and like finding acceptance. And I think they did a big like play with the underlining like, theme of discrimination and oh, yeah. like hatred of people who aren't like the same as what we look like or maybe do the same things that we do. And I honestly love how they did that in a way that was digestible for kids 
and just it was just a really beautiful movie i i've watched it so many times it makes me smile like a kid on christmas morning like <laughs> i just i love luca i think like the little relationship between the two guys is really cute and like it's a cute movie, and I've heard a lot of theories. Luca's the movie that I think I've heard the most theories about because everyone just wanted to ship the two guys. No. So I've heard so many theories about how the movie has, like, themes about, like, that all the fish people are, like, at least in the theme of the movie, gay. And then it's, like, trying to, like, put that together in a movie theory. I don't, I don't even know. Like, because they're trying to hide it and not come out, and then somehow they get outed. That's the, like theme and then everyone has to learn to like accept them as they are I've heard that story like as an underlying theme in the movie especially because the movie came out in June which is pride month interesting I never put those two together honestly I feel like you have a really good way of like analyzing movies and putting them with the modern world and all of those factors and I I, read that somewhere I didn't even realize that um it's 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 just a theme. It's just because everyone wants a reason to ship the two characters, <laughs> but it, it 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 does work with like the themes of the movie. I think and their like underlying discrimination things, which I I do think is very good because it does bring to light a lot of issues that the real that the real world does have. Definitely, and I wanted to emphasize the part that you said. It's kind of like making it like a good message but also in a way that kids are able to understand because I feel like that's kind of the beauty with Pixar is like they always have these incredible messages hidden in them and I honestly now that you say that I kind of do see like how it's people that don't really look like humans because they're sea monsters and they get like discriminated against and they're like mistreated and people are kind of like treat them as aliens or like like really like they don't And I think this movie would be targeted more towards, like, discrimination based on some sort of identity standpoint than, like, some sort of... Because there is the physical touch, but then also it's not racial discrimination or gender-based discrimination. Mm -hmm. So I think it definitely has to do with identity in a way, if that makes sense. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of theories with it, but it definitely has to do with some sort of, like, being hated for who you are, even though it wasn't your choice to be the way that you are. Again, there's, like, nothing wrong with it, too. It's, like, kind of making known that you should be accepted, like, no matter what. And it's, like, also kind of um, what I saw in the movie was, like, the people that were sea monsters, they weren't, like, not in the city, I guess, of the people, if that makes sense. Like, they were there the entire time. They were they just were hiding. Just, they were just underwater and hidden, and people didn't see them. But that doesn't mean that there wasn't, like, a lot of them or, like, that they weren't able to be themselves. That's, again, where the, like, LGBTQ plus, like, analogy comes in was that some people thought it was saying since, like, you know, they are all around us. But then a lot of times, yeah, you don't outwardly identify depending on who you are or if you're still in the closet or in a place where you can't, like, openly talk about it yet. And... Or if you just don't want to, you know. And so, like, having those characters be in the place. I, this is the most random, like, off-topic kind of. But no, it I, does I think, relate it's, to I think it's done well. And I, I think no matter what they were trying to say, it does have to do about being accepted and also not being afraid to show your real self. Because their real selves are the sea monsters and they're terrified of showing it. And then throughout the course of the movie, you see that fear melt away and they show it to protect each other. And, like, it... And then they also hurt each other by, you know, when 
Luca is just like sea monster, you know, and like pointing at the other guy. Yeah, and <laughs> but, it's kind of like they're masking themselves, I guess, because they are able to transform from sea monsters into humans and kind of hide that aspect of them. So they like blend in, and they're like seen as like average and normal, and they basically are just a typical person, but people don't realize that underneath there's so much more and I feel like that does relate to the real world how so many people have like complex layers beneath them that aren't really seen like from the naked eye I guess and so like it's kind of like getting to know people for who they actually are and like no but no human would know that they were sea monsters unless they like got to know them and like saw them in the water I guess. Yeah I think a lot of Pixar movies try to have like hidden messages like Onward, you know, the movie Onward has like the hidden message about supporting your siblings and realizing that even sometimes if your parent isn't around, maybe it's the people closest to you who are filling in the gaps that you need. Mm -hmm. You know, like he was looking for something that he had all along. And so, like, I feel like the message in that sort of movie was sometimes maybe the things that you're looking for are with you and you just need to learn to look at what you already have instead of constantly reaching for something that unfortunately you can't get to. That was a really deep message that I actually, transitioning from the long topic of Luca onto Onward, (laughs) Onward is like also one of my top favorite movies because of how many amazing messages are in it. And also like the movie itself is just really unique because Disney hasn't really done like a movie, I guess, like that ever. And so I really enjoyed how... It was all about, like, family-oriented and how, like, despite um, the main character not being able to have his dad or, like, I feel like that kind of relates to the main world, how so many people live without a parent or both parents or they just kind of feel like there's a void. And I think a lot of people don't really realize that there are people that can fill in those gaps, but you just don't really appreciate them or, you like, even if it's unconscious, you just don't really see that you have what you need and I feel like that can also relate to people and like with especially like nowadays people constantly wanting more like with the influence of social media like thinking like I need this and it's like a lot of people don't even have what you have yourself so like if you just look at what you actually have and like are grateful like you'll be a lot more satisfied than like trying to long for more and it's not gonna like actually fill the gap or it's something that you can't get like if you don't have a parent. Yeah, and I think Pixar movies really try to drill in messages now that we're, like, talking about this. I'm thinking about all the other ones. Like, every single one of their movies has some sort of deep, hidden message that I don't think you realize when you're young and you watch these movies. They kind of go over your head. But as you get older and you start to look at the layers, you, like, actually see the different pieces and the things in this. Like, Finding Nemo has them. Inside Out, love that movie. That has them up, has a bunch of them. Toy Story, like... All of these movies, if you, like, analyze them and look deeply, like, through the layers, they're like an onion, you know, like Shark said, even though that's DreamWorks, but you peel it apart and you look through and you can find, like, all the different little bits and pieces of movies and, like, their messages. I think Pixar has got to be one of the most, like, message-filled. Like, I feel like every movie has some fundamental message that they're trying to show. They just do a really good job of, like basically giving life life lessons through the lens of like entertainment to all age groups honestly and I think it's good like it honestly works for every single age group like 
from young to old, people everywhere are like I think affected by the messages if you look deep enough and like see them. And I know we've talked a lot about themes this episode, so maybe we can transition more into just like movies that we love about Pixar and cars are just like Sorry. really well made. And yes, oh cars is good. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like looking at all the different ones to like try and jog my memory. Monsters Inc. Oh my gosh, that love movie's that. So that good. one also has deep themes, but like we won't bore maybe, you with those. Maybe we'll just but... brush over that for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can come watch me on um The World Through Words airs every Sunday at ten AM. Maybe I'll do like some analysis of these there because that's kind of what I do. That'd but, be a good one, yeah. Show draw Pixar analysis movie episode. Yeah, and Monsters Inc. and Monsters University. I feel like nobody gives enough credit to Monsters University. But it's that's good the, too. That's the sequel of Monsters Inc. And I feel like it's actually pretty it's good. It's good for a sequel. It's, it's cool. really good for a sequel. Yeah, I, I like feel, it. Yeah, I feel like some sequels are kind of like. Eh. I know, but it's I like... think Pixar does good sequels for the most part. Definitely. Especially with, like, the four Toy Stories. Like, no one would have ever thought there'd be four of them. Because that's kind of, like, unheard of, honestly, to have four they did well. in a series. Unless you're going for, like, at least five. Like, how Harry Potter had, like, eight. Like, if it's a long saga, then that makes sense. But, like, if it was just supposed to be three. And then, like, a couple years ago, they made a fourth one. And that one was pretty good. I do I've like the Toy Story. It, but <gasps> really? No, oh not. Gosh. But I have seen all the other ones. No, the Toy Story... Like, all four movies are honestly, I think they're well-made. They have good messages. And, like, again, they're all toys, but they all have, like, differences within them. And they just kind of work well to be, like, good friends. And, like, there actually is a lot of twists and turns in the fourth one with, like, friendship and everything and where people end up and, like, the journey. And I thought it was a really cool movie. I will say another few, like, cool movies are like The Incredibles. I feel like that was really unique. I think it's their only superhero. Kind of, I mean, Cars is also really unique too. It's about cars, but <laughs> yeah, um, they have like Wally too. Oh my god, I feel like every Pixar movie is just so different from the next. Wally is so cute. Wally's a really wholesome movie. Yeah, that is like the movie that you can watch again and again, and every time you're like, oh, love it. And Ratatouille. Oh, Ratatouille. Yeah, Ratatouille. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that yeah, movie. I'm just like looking at all of them right now. I'm like, oh my God, there's so many like favorites on this list. And I know they're coming out with a lot more. I think they're doing a sequel to Inside Out. Oh my gosh, really? Mm-hmm. That'll be I've exciting. I've heard about that. I know Disney's also making a new movie. Yeah. A little off topic, but there's like another Disney princess movie coming next. Oh, I that's so cool. no idea much like I don't know much about it but I know there's another one and I there's also an another Pixar movie coming too called Elements I think oh I think you're right like different elements I don't know they left like very little detail on the movie in the trailer you literally just get to see a scene of a girl all flame walking a bus but it looks so cool I'm excited for that. I didn't even, like, remember that until you just brought it up. I try to keep up with all the new (laughs) movies coming out. And side note, if anybody is an Incredibles fan like I am, like, okay, I think the second one, we can all agree, was, like, really good. Like, I really like the second one, and honestly, a little bit more than the first one. It took a long time to make, But I really, really hope that they make a third one. I don't know if they actually are, 
Like, I haven't heard any rumors about it, but I really hope they do because the second one, like, I can never get sick of it. It's so good. Okay, I just love how they make random shorts sometimes. Like, oh, Jack yeah. Jack the Babysitting Short has got to be one of the best Pixar, like, <laughs> shorts. And I, I love how they add that to their movies. I know Disney does that sometimes, too. Like, they made a Rapunzel short. Oh, yeah, 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 true. like the wedding one. But, mm-hmm. I mean, and I know they made some from Frozen as well, but, like, this is Pixar. And Pixar shorts have got to be the best. I don't even know what they are called. I just know that they are fabulous. I love Pixar shorts. Like, they have so many, and they, like, put them on before the movies in theaters. So there's always, like, a new short for every movie, usually. Mm-hmm. <gasps> love it. The last one I saw was the one with, like, the, what were they? Were they dumplings? Oh, the bow? Oh, they were bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've that seen that cute. one. That one was so cute. I've seen it a few times. Like, in school, teachers will play it and be like, what's the message behind it? And, like, they'll do stuff like that. And I I honestly love that style of teaching. And if I ever have to teach, I'm going to be doing stuff with, like, Disney hidden messages. Disney hidden messages every morning. What does this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> Let's talk about a new movie. What's it mean? Yeah. Well, I think that we can like kind of wrap up the episode. Oh my episode god, I found the name by... of the new movie. Sorry. <laughs> like I it's Elemental, I think. Oh, nice. Sorry. Well, I think we can wrap up the episode by just saying like our favorite our top favorite Pixar movie, even though there's like so many good ones that we were talking about, like do you have an ultimate favorite, Julia? Oh my god. No, because they are no. all really good. I love Up. I think we didn't talk about that one that much, but that is one of my favorite Pixar Mm -hmm. movies just because it was one that I watched when I was little a lot. And so whenever I watch it, it makes me think of my old house and stuff like that and just being little and sitting and watching it with my parents. Well, I think for my favorite, I'm kind of tied between Luca and Incredibles 2 because they're both really good. And I don't know. I just love those movies so much. So I think if... You so haven't many. seen Pixar movies a lot. I love them all. Go into Disney Plus and go in the Pixar section, and the it's the second one, and then just like binge all the ones that you think are worth can watching. I, can I add? I think Cars. I don't know why, but I really like it. Like I have not watched it in a really long time, but it was my brother's favorite, and so I was forced to watch that a lot. <laughs> and it just—I don't know why. There's something just so weird about it that like I kind of like it in an odd way because we used to have all the little like action figure not action figures but the little car things and I just play with them all the time and so for once connected to my childhood those two love them well thank you so much for listening to our Pixar filled episode we hope you enjoyed it again my name is Alyssa and I'm Julia thank you for listening